0: all right everybody uh thanks for tuning in to memer as well as you all know i'm shane uh we have brandon on the line and we also have luke here with us um if any of you have not been uh watching our youtube channel as of late i would recommend that you would uh to stay up to date with some of the changes that's going on with us here um but luke is a new addition to memer as well uh He's kind of helping us get a uh, community started through discord and a few other things. So I'll turn the mic over to Luke and, you know, just have Luke introduce himself and say hello to everybody and, uh, you know, go from there.
1: All right. Yeah. Luke. So I'm Luke, I'm doing the discord, uh, trying to run things, get things started there. Uh, see if we can't branch out this, uh, this podcast in a few different directions and um uh, i'm uh relatively new to heathenry in comparison to brandon here uh i've only been a heathen for about as long as i've known him uh, about a year longer so i i had the benefit of him being there for me when i uh you know just came to the path and um he uh really pointed me in the right direction in a lot of places uh especially when it came to uh, physical strength. Uh, Brandon was the mentor, uh, and uh, you know, it's uh, it's good to have somebody there that uh, you know also shares the faith, especially in a place like North Carolina where there's very few of us. But uh, I, uh, yeah, <clears throat> we're we're growing, we're growing we're we're slowly finding some more people around here we'll see if we mesh with them or not i'm envious <clears throat> yeah 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 community is hard to find and uh i think that's you know one of the things that i want to bring to the table here with meme as well is you know helping to grow the online community um yeah i think uh i want to give people that that experience that I had, you know, somebody to point me in the right direction. And, uh, if I can help provide that, or at least help point people to the right people, then I will have done something worthwhile, I think.
0: Yeah, I definitely agree. Yeah, Yeah, definitely. I mean, it's nice to feel like you can go and ask questions and have somebody willing to answer it. Because, you know, unfortunately, I'm sure you've probably seen it. Um, <clears throat> if you go and you try to ask certain questions to some people, they kind of like gatekeep answers or uh, kind of treat you stupidly for like asking a question like, oh, you should know this already. Uh, and, uh, you know, a lot of people realize don't realize that, you know, this is. there's a lot to learn in this. There's a lot of meticulous things combined with uh, – you know, a lot of other stuff that's just kind of very faint as far as like descriptions and like, you know, like, Hey, this should be this way. It's kind of like draw your own conclusion. And so trying to see like, Hey, am I interpreting this right? Am I interpreting it this way? Uh, you know, it's kind of nice to have that. So I totally agree. So, I mean, you've you've been in a heathen for what two, three years now.
1: Oh, uh, well, I met Brandon in 2016 and I had just started, uh, just started looking into it and coming to it about a year before that. Um, had, was living in California, and uh, came across some people out there that, you know, were, uh, bro heathens as I like to call them, <laughs> uh. <laughs> but. You know uh beer and valhalla you know that's that's what's up it's a party thing but um you know they they shared a few characteristics with me and uh i was curious not curious enough to hang out with these people but curious enough to look into it and it led me to looking into my ancestry and looking into my ancestry put me further on the heathen path uh finding out that you know my ancestors come from scotland uh, from Normandy, from Norway, like the further back I go, the more I'm looking at this saying, this is what my ancestors worshiped. This is what my ancestors believed. And, uh, I, it, it just, it drew me in. And once, once it drew me in after years and years and years of, um, uh, looking into all different world religions, it just made sense to me.
0: Now, was it like a, um, like an internal feeling or was it like an earworm kind of going through your head? Like some
1: stuff you heard? A little of both, a little of both. Um, like growing up, um, uh, a character Siegfried, um, also known as Sigurd, uh, Sigurd and Fafnir. Uh, it was one of my favorite stories. Didn't realize that that was, you know, from the poetic Edas and, uh, so it was, it was small details like that, that, uh, you know, it was, it's kind of like it was always there and I just didn't realize it. Mm. So when I finally found it, it was just everything clicked. Everything came together. And, uh, yeah, that's, that's what led me here. Um, uh, you know, uh, nothing, nothing else made sense. You know, Christianity has a lot of, uh, has a lot of similar values, I think in, um, in, uh, like a community setting, mm-hmm. not necessarily like a belief setting for sure. But, uh, um, but yeah, those, those similar values, um, kind of helped meld me with heathenry. Now, have no, have you, have
0: you, I mean, yeah, that makes total sense. Have you noticed any changes like within yourself since following in, like following this path, like walking this path?
1: uh like what for instance
0: like you know um certain things that you looked at differently in the past do you look at it differently now like um you know do you view i don't know how to exactly word this in the in the best way possible
1: has your world view changed yeah yeah like yeah oh. exactly certainly certainly um my world view has definitely changed um i i don't think it had a huge impact on my worldview, necessarily. But I think it had a bigger impact on how I interacted with the world. Um, and instead of uh, I I, feel like it made me a little less uh, submissive. Mm.
0: Uh,
1: instead of just accepting the world as it is, it gave me um, it, it gave me the realization that, you know, the gods aren't really there to do things for us. Uh, and it's the biggest thing that I've gotten out of it is that the gods expect us to go out there and do this shit ourselves. Mm. So if we see that needs to get done, if we see something that, uh, isn't being done, that needs to be, then we, we have to get the drive to go and do it ourselves. Plus, I mean,
0: there's lessons in that for us as well. You know, it's like, if they hand it to us, we don't learn, you know, whatever lesson they kind of want us to learn along the way we have to find that confidence and that strength within ourselves to say, Hey, this is what I should be doing. And, you know, I'm not going to back down and just keep fighting for what I want and stand your ground. Most importantly, uh, don't let people run you over. And yeah, I mean, I totally get that.
1: Yeah. Yeah. And, uh, like, I, I feel like as a Christian, I, I used to believe that, you know, the world is the way that, god intended like you didn't have to do anything uh he, it just it it is what it is Brandon.
0: <laughs> i say that all the time so that you know i don't know if i think it may have been brandon's influence on me for that one i yeah. say
1: uh, uh, you use a phrase it is what it is yeah no and, <laughs> and things sometimes things are it just it is what it is but uh <laughs> but more more often than not we can do something about it and and sure. we need to do something about it. No. And we're glad to have you here, man.
0: Uh, glad to have you as part of the team and all the efforts the that you put in to help us grow and uh, your willingness to create a community and have the technical background. It's kind of interesting. It's kind of like how things kind of all fall together when you're going in the right direction. Uh, you know, we're all kind of like putting our feet forward and trying new things and You know, and then luckily, like, I lack the Discord knowledge and all of that stuff. And then, you know, Brandon, I guess, probably does too. So, more than likely, yeah, yeah,
1: that's that's learning it well.
0: I think you proved that earlier, but, uh, so, you know, and it's, uh, you know, luckily there you were, you have that experience. And I think that everything happens the way it should, you know, obviously, um, help things go the right way the way it needs to go but yeah we're glad to have you here man uh the short time i've got to know you happy to be here totally awesome all right brandon so let's give. we never gave brandon a formal introduction so we're gonna let him uh kind of go along the same path as luke and you know talk about some of the things for him
2: um well it's been about 15 years i've been on this path I'm actually Shane slash Jeremy's uncle. Um.
0: <clears throat> yeah.
2: <laughs> yeah.
0: <laughs> and we're not that far um, apart in age either. That's the funny part. <laughs> what, five, five years? Five years, yeah. I think we both have um, a nose. Uh, like, I, I, I want to say it. it's like a...
2: That, I don't know. I always thought I got cursed from my mother's nose, but it is what you know. It is what it is.
0: And the, and we have that widow's peak too, man. Must be
2: that, nice. That, <laughs> you just got a breeze wake. That's all it is.
1: Yeah, sure.
0: You're more you're more aerodynamic than we are. Like
1: you know, this just... is true. <laughs>
2: But um it uh through like everything I like a seed planted like somebody made made a comment about uh we were talking about the I was in a group of people we were talking about Greek and Roman mythology, <clears throat> and one of my buddies was like, "Well, if you like this, you should check you know the Norse and Celtic stuff out so I didn't really check out the Celtic stuff for too much. I just liked the artwork at the time, but I wouldn't you know kind of like dove in a little bit, a little bit of my, I was in that phase where I didn't sleep so I did a lot of research um, but the more I started looking into it the more I realized it wasn't it wasn't what Marvel has made it or had made it at the time because it's still comic books were going out Thor's and comic books have been around since the 50s I think mm-hmm. um but, um, it kind of just, it clicked. And then it was almost like I I wouldn't say instantaneous, but it was a very quick change in emotion and mindset. I was very, I was, when I was in high school and back, I was a very, very different person. Um, I was trying too hard to be what my parents wanted me to be as far as beliefs go. And it finally just came to a head where it's... I was going to church to eat pizza, because it was free. The best reason.
0: Free food, man.
2: <laughs> um, but it, it was the first time I had really just wanted to learn about spirituality and stuff like that. Because Growing up with my pops I had dealt, dealt with the paranormal stuff like that for all my life. I mean, I wouldn't spirituality wasn't very different. Quit death and questions about death and like that. I was afraid of fucking everything. I was afraid of dark. I was afraid of not being here, like dying. Um I was very meek and mild. I had a bad temper, don't be wrong. I was very meek and mild, very um insecure extroverted to the point it was ridiculous i quit playing sports for a couple years because of it and i was i was always a bigger kid but i was super athletic and i just stopped everything until i got to high school and it took its toll you know like it it kind of made me more and more introverted secluded myself a whole lot and um I kind of stayed that way a little bit once I got into high school, even though, like, I started coming out of my shell. I started not worrying about belief, even though I still was like, yeah, yeah, Jesus, this, Satan, that, whatever. I was just doing whatever. Um, I was just more or less getting by. And, like I said, it was almost like... a quick change about my attitude, how I looked at things, fear. i wrong. I still get scared, but I can act on it. I can still be capable with fear. <laughs> and I don't think without my beliefs, I wouldn't be able to do that. <clears throat> you know, it. That's how much it's impacting me. And I've developed quite a bit on that. <clears throat> I've been in a lot of situations where I've come out of it shaking because I couldn't very well die. And other people died as well. <clears throat> and uh, But it's I was still able to do what I needed to do, even though I was, the fear was there. It's like John Way said, you know, courage is being scared shitless and still saddling up you know, Luke's been there when I've been in some shitty situations. Yeah, some pretty pretty violent situations. Guns, knives. I've had to experience this. But I think my lack of fear towards what's going to happen to me when I'm gone and Cause I know, I know I'll be remembered by a select few. You know, just like Brian and Dad are. So I'm not really too worried about that. But it's that always that question of like, you know, what's gonna happen when you get there, or what's what's gonna be like, shit like that. You know, you just don't want to be gone. I don't think anybody does, other than you know that the select few. But um, that's kind of what I got. I mean, it's it's definitely changed me for a lot better than what I was. I don't think if I had stepped away, I would be any. I would be worse. I would have a lot more regret. Definitely, I can. I've lived with. I don't have one regret that I live with. <clears throat> but my body and hurt and all that good shit too to really change that. So here we are.
0: I mean, that's pretty interesting. I mean, you would say uh, basically from what I got it made you a better man and a better individual and something that you felt, something that you held within yourself, but kind of timid to let out. Uh, So it kind of lets you push away fear and just kind of go forward and not think too much about, you know, what'll happen, he's just doing what the hell's right and what you feel's right at the time. And, uh,
2: I mean, the only thing I can't get around is like performance anxiety. Like I still have that, you know, can I actually physically do this? Like what like, say, like going into competitions, stuff like that, even though I know I'm strong enough, there's always that question of like, can I fucking do it? Other than that, like it's, it's a lot better.
0: I mean, I think it you know it's a human trait to have some form of doubt if you didn't, and you know you you'd be something to be afraid of a little bit more <laughs> like, yeah. I was about to say
1: he already is something to be afraid of yes. you can't you can't see his entire physique in the camera, but holy crap, do you see him running at you? It's like facing a train yeah I, like, I could not imagine you it, don't dude. you don't want to be in the way you don't want to be. In the way. So, you know, it's
0: just like, uh like, what was it? The last Q&A we did, he like went outside and I was like, I can't imagine having him coming out after me and just being like, you know, I'd have a damn heart attack. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I, I've been flattened.
1: Like I did. Holy shit. Yeah. we And we were just playing basketball. A- exactly. Yeah. That <laughs> was just messing around and it was terrifying. Let me tell you. And I'm, I'm not a small guy i'm not a small guy smaller than i used to be but
0: no but brandon if he's ever in the woods can easily get confused with the being a sasquatch so due to how tall and how wide his shoulders are and everything it's like that one time never mind i want to save that for uh an off the recording story to tell luke about that one time we went walking <laughs>
1: yep <laughs> I want a vague description for such a specific story. I'm going to love this.
2: I have certain preparations before I go walks.
0: (laughs) Now, as far as my story, um, geez. Uh, So a lot of my childhood, I wasn't uh, raised by my mom or my dad for a majority of, of my life. Till I was about five years old is the time that she got me back, and, like, you know, uh, I got with her. But my great-grandfather at the time is who was raising me, and he was a Bible Belt Baptist preacher. Like, I was forced to pray, was forced to, you know, listen to, you know, preaching on TV and have him read from the Bible and everything. And I remember wow. as a kid... Uh, I had doubts like, you know, your parents aren't around kind of thing. You start like going, okay, why the hell am I going through this? You know, uh, you know, where's God in the whole grand scheme of things. But, uh, as I got older, um, my mom wasn't really too religious. My dad wasn't really too religious. Uh, no one really in my family was, um, and then somehow some way I like fell into just a generic form of paganism. Like, you know, it's kind of like encompassing Egyptian Greek and everything kind of like wrapped up into one, but I never knew about Norse paganism until I met him. Uh, I was 17 years old, I think. Oh, <laughs> yeah, it's your fault, man. Uh, I think I was like 17, 16, 17 at the time. Yeah. And I was already pagan. And so when me and him got together, he was like, holy shit, you're pagan. And I was like, yeah. And we just kind of thought it was weird that like, you know, at the time I stepped out of Christianity too. Uh, So he wasn't alone in that aspect. But when uh, I heard the stories um, about like what he believed in and everything, it just kind of like, I don't know, man. It was kind of like an earworm. Like you kind of felt it like a little bit, like something calling you home. Uh, like, you know, but you don't know where the hell that home is. And Brandon had a way of like telling some of the, like the mythos, like and the stories and everything in a, in a unique way, as weird as it was, it was kind of like a, like sitting down with somebody and like getting a story, like a bedtime story kind of, but it was like, he was telling it to me in the way that he best understood it at the time. And so I was 17. So I'm sure like his knowledge on it has grown significantly since that time. But the stuff that he did tell me—I mean, I remember it like like it was damn yesterday—and like we would go on walks and stuff at like in the middle of the night, uh, out there where he lived, and you know we would talk about it, and I'd ask questions, and just kind of go back and forth with it. And um, I came back home and got married and everything, and because. Uh, kind of screwed up, like converted to a religion to, you know, try to make an effort to be what the marriage kind of like wanted at the time. And then after that, it's just, I couldn't feel anything as far as like, you know, you go to church, you pray, you know, you read the Bible and everything. And it's just, that stuff was just never there still. Like you were just kind of always left to like, what the hell? And then all of a sudden that old familiar feeling with like being called home just started happening all the time again just constant nagging and uh I started getting into woodworking first thing I went to is like making meal nairs and runes and stuff it was just like instinctual uh and then after that it's just history you know uh basically but what hmm. I've learned from my time in it is for so for a person coming up with like no father figure really in my life it's like I kind of get that sense of a father figure through like some of the morals and everything that you learn in Norse paganism you have that like this is what you should do as a man and it's like it's even like you know you want to hear it in your head like when you hear the Havamal Odin's like this is what you should do now son like you know kind of like this is how you should be Don't, you know, don't don't do this uh, this way or don't do it this way because, you know, it's just going to bite you in the ass later. You know, be a man, uh, you know, stop, get off your knees and uh, go get what you want. And that's, you know, exactly what I needed. So that's where I'm at.
1: Yeah, it's like that uh, kick in the ass that you didn't ask for.
0: Yeah, yeah, it definitely was a huge kick in the ass and and I'm grateful for it. Because it's made me who I am today, so can't be too bad Mm. about it. It's just like hell in the past two years. I've grown and changed so much in a lot of different ways to the point where it's just like uh, if I was to talk to myself two years ago I'd be like, what the fuck? What is wrong with you? Like, stop being such a, you know, stop being such a bitch. Like, (laughs) like (laughs) it's just, just the way it is, you know, but What's that? It is what it is. It is what it is, man. It is what it is. We get it. We should like make that like for a Meme as well shirt. Just like put it on the back. It is what it is. (laughs) That's some real wisdom right there. With just like a silhouette just going like, hey, (laughs) it is what it is. (laughs) (laughs) So um so there's our introductions. I know that we haven't done that uh as of yet and kind of dive too much into our backstories i mean i'm sure we've kind of spoken about it a little bit uh in the past with me and brandon and some people i'm sure could pick up the pieces and like put the puzzles together a little bit but uh you know um now that we have like kind of laid it out there in the best way that we can uh i'm sure there's more that'll probably come to our minds later but you know people can always ask um and if you do have questions, uh, I'll be posting the link to the Discord and the description for this on Spotify and on YouTube. So if you want, go down there. Actually, I'm not saying if you want. If you wanted to get in part of the of, com- uh, of the community, um, go click that link, join, and you will have an ability to hang out with all of us and uh, ask us questions. And uh, you know, if you have any friends or family who feel the same or believe the same as you or just curious about it, uh, share that link with them, uh, get the word out. And uh, also, uh, if you haven't yet, if you're on YouTube, uh, like the video and subscribe because we try to do live Q&As a lot and we would like to be able to connect with everybody uh, who has subscribed so far and who also listens to us on Spotify. So uh, I found that YouTube is kind of like the best way to merge all of that together and to uh, you know, answer any questions as we can live and just kind of hang out uh, sometimes as we do. And it also, here recently, we've been a little bit more active on YouTube, trying to grow that as well. So if you, uh, if you will, go hit the like and subscribe button on that and uh, also click the link in the description and join our Discord. Uh, but today, uh, going getting started on the details at hand, um, uh, so Brandon was asked a question. Yeah. So what was your question? So
2: there's a little dude I work with, 18 year old kid. Um, grown up, um, grown up in the church, stuff like that. I work he's essentially my coworker. And, uh, he asked me cause he understands I believe really different. I work for a Christian company. Um donors are very church goers and stuff like that. Which they know about me and how I am. They don't care. Um, he goes. He goes. I know how I feel about it. About when people wear people who don't believe in Christianity who wear crosses and stuff like that. And and I thought to myself at times like, who
1: the fuck does that? Like I've never, like yeah, I've never heard of anybody wearing a Christian symbol that didn't fully understand what they were doing with it. I mean, I've only so heard it was, of it
0: once, <clears throat> and it was uh, a Satanist doing it just to kind of get back at the Christian community. Ooh, so edgy. Yeah.
1: <laughs> <laughs> but he,
2: he asked me, he goes, because, you know, pop culture has pretty much, you know, done its thing with what we believe in with the show Vikings and stuff like that. Um, even the, even the, the comedy show Norseman on Netflix. Um, I have and, not I seen guess, that yet. Me neither. I can't make myself watch it. I'm like I started one time. I was like, you know, I'm not gonna do this because
1: yeah. it might make me mad. It's hard know. to sit through. It's it's not really that good. Like nope. even even from a non heathen perspective, it's hard to sit through. Like extra cringy. Yeah. But he goes. He asked
2: me how I feel about people who don't follow this path wearing our symbols. Like you know the Valhalla crowd. You know a lot of them are not any just people in the military who are still Christians, but they just go to, they use that as like right kind of thing. Um, and people who they think the military looks cool. Like some of the designs and stuff are pretty damn cool. I will, I will give them that, but they just wear it to wear it, you know, because they like a monomar. I like a monomar too. Um, it's, um, but it's not why I wear anything. Yeah. I found them like years after I started on this path. <clears throat> and I told him, I was like, I'm okay with a lot of it because it's a seed planet. Mm. <clears throat> and you know, from those seeds, everything can grow. You could either grow into, you know, a Norse pagan. Or you just go, you know what? That's cool to think about. That's cool to learn about. The mythology is great, but I'm staying where I'm at. And he was kind of like, well, not every seed grows. I was like, I I just fucking said that kid. And, um, but anyway, and he was just wanting, he wanted to know if I was kind of outraged by it. And to a point, I can be with some of the people, the way some people act, but then I, I can't be mad at the information getting out there, you know?
0: Plus you do you boo boo.
1: Yep,
0: Exactly. I mean, I know that, uh, I don't really talk about this much, but like when I joined Freemasonry, uh before I came back to being pagan, Uh, it was a huge no-no to wear, like, Masonic symbology if you were not a Freemason. And it was not really of, like, uh, trying to be a a poser or anything. It's more of, like, a, uh, you know, if you um, do something stupid and you wear that symbology... Unfortunately, society will tie you to whatever you're involved with, uh, and it's and then that's the way they just kind of view it. It's so if I'm like if I go out and I'm dressed like a Catholic priest, and I go out there and start like you know shooting up a school or something, then I'm putting a bad image on Catholic priests. So now, Father, We are. <laughs> I mean, you know what I'm saying though, like you know, Father sure. Father Sh- Shanahan over here can't like. Walking Walmart now without people hitting the ground, you know? Like it's just uh we
2: run through that with the, the skinheads and shit like that, dude.
0: Yeah. Yep.
2: I, I mean, mean that... let me look at the Taoists and shit like that, the people who and Buddhists, like everybody's got a little fat Buddha fucking floating around everywhere. Yep. But well, that's that's why let, let, I have a
1: policy of dealing with people on an individual basis, you know, you're always going to have people that are going to misrepresent a group. You're always going to have people that wear symbols that they don't actually affiliate with. So like if the easiest way around that is to disregard everything that they're wearing and treat them as an individual, but that's not something that most humans are capable of. So.
0: No. And you know, if you, the biggest example of this is when we look at Unfortunately, I hate to bring it up, but when we look at the SS soldiers and everything from Germany, because of people wearing those symbols and doing stupid stuff is the reason why we face a lot of crap today. Like, the reason why we can't post runes on certain stuff, the reason why Othala is, like, you know, bastardized, and Othala means, like, family and and everything along those lines, and it's just because of somebody taking symbols that they didn't know too much about or even maybe have had a little knowledge about and putting it out there kind of like ruined it for years to come. And and so it's like now everybody here who's, you know, coming into heathenry and coming into Norse paganism are fighting to like reinstate that as no, this does not mean white supremacy. No, this does not mean all of this. This is what this means and we want it back. And, you know, it's just the biggest example that we could use for a situation like that.
1: So I think the best way to fight that though is to just continue to use those symbols as we see fit, but be better people. Like we don't even, I don't even think we need to address the fact that it was used improperly before as a a big issue. Address it if it comes up, sure. But like just if we're better people and we treat others better than they did, eventually we will be seen in a better light. You got a point. I mean, you're not wrong.
2: But I think it's, I mean, there's enough people speaking out against it anyway. They could always use more. And I've ran into, through the years, I've I've ran into a couple things where I got associated with certain groups of people, and I've had to help people remember who I am. <clears throat> and I've always said the actions of a few damn the many. I mean look at it look at everything else that's going on in the world. The actions of a few damn the many. Like guilty by association, the whole shebang. Um, it's just something that's unfortunately gonna be there. It's gonna be a long time before it's gone. I think it will be gone eventually. Maybe not in our lifetime, but <laughs> With the right people doing the right things
0: it'll happen I mean I think it's important that we you know like you said kind of like the way we go about it like obviously mm-hmm. handle it with you know respectfully instead of just saying oh well I can't wear this and just like show your ass about it you know and then, then we just kind of like don't look we don't look any better than the people in the past who have taken those symbols and I think it's like now, if we want to reclaim those symbols, we have to make what we do now be at least good enough to kind of blanket over. I mean, obviously those wounds will always be there from, you know, these this amount of people, like what the Germans did and everything. But what we can do is blanket it and try to patch some of it as best as we can. And, and just, just to be like, hey, you know, this does not mean this. And, you know, we are aware that it was misused, but this is how we are and we are not like this. And unfortunately, uh, as we all know, who are in this community, that there is groups who unfortunately still see inside with some of the, the opposite, like the symbology that should not be the way it is. Um, and they're still all for the, you know, the way that the Germans were and everything. And, you know, we, I mean, this has got to come out eventually, uh, but uh, we are not, you know, I'm, I'm sure as all three of us sit here and can all attest to that under no circumstances are we in any way associated or affiliated with AFA or this declaration 127 shit. Um I do not believe race to be a, a factor of whether or not you can believe a certain thing or what have you, and I do not I do not condone uh, the racism in the community under any circumstances. If you feel called to the gods, you worship the gods, and I've said this before uh, on a on previous episodes. And you know, and if you if you feel like you're not accepted by some people come to us. I mean, we have a community grown. We're starting a community. We'll embrace you, uh, you know, and you know, you don't have any worries here. And we kind of actually have our eye on stuff like that, especially with the community going forward. So any racism or trolling or bullying or whatever is not going to be tolerated. Uh, and it'll be dealt with in a way that, you know, is seen fit. And, uh, we'll all see to that, uh, going forward. But, as far as the symbology goes, that's a huge example of like what can happen to symbols if you know, used improperly or worn by people who do not What's the word who I'm don't looking deserve for? it? Yeah, don't deserve it for one, but who don't hold the meaning of what they're wearing truthfully to themselves. So, you know, if you will, if you wear a and you're a Norse pagan, obviously, or you're heathen, or whatever. There's a symbology there that we believe that it, you know, brings protection. We believe that it, you know, it's just kind of like our daily reminder, in a way, of like, you know, this is who we need to be. This is what we need to strive for. We need to be better. And then I always kind of in my head always say, you know, we have to be like Thor in a lot of ways because. From all the stories we read, Thor has like a really good moral kind of background uh, with a lot of the, some of the decisions he's made. And he's kind of like that dad figure in a way. So it's just kind of like, that's the way I kind of view it. So I'm just kind of curious, like where, where do you guys stand on like Milner, <coughs> like wearing it? You know, for well, I...
1: I feel similarly about it. I feel like it's both, uh, I wear it for both protection and I wear it as a responsibility. Like, uh, there, there've definitely been times, uh, since coming to the faith that I have not felt worthy of wearing my Mjolnir. And so I haven't, uh, maybe I was worthy. Maybe I wasn't, but I didn't feel like I could properly represent, uh, the faith, the community, uh, so I chose not to wear it. But as soon as I found my my strength again and I felt like I was worthy of represent of representing the gods, then yeah, I would wear it again. I, I see it as both protection and a very heavy burden to be carried. But it's a it's a burden worth carrying.
0: Yeah, I mean I can definitely under I, I definitely feel that because it's a daily reminder of you have certain things that you got to live up to. And if you feel like you're not living up to those certain things, then, you know, you you don't feel worthy enough to stand behind that and just say, Hey, this is where I'm at. So, I mean, I totally, I totally agree. I totally feel that. Uh, What about you, Brandon?
2: I've always had a a generic kind of quick answer for people who ask me, like, why would I wear it? And I was like, well, it's the same premise to, to get, just get out of the conversation or to kind of help them understand quicker. Same premise of, as a Christian wearing a cross. It's a representation of your faith. You know, to me, it's a universal symbol of what we believe in. Yes. Does it symbolize protection? Um, it is a reminder that I am strong enough to face my own giants and um, it is a reminder that I am not only a man; I'm a father and a protector. <clears throat> and I will wield my own hammer if I have to. And it—it it is the hammer is heavy. To to agree with Luke. That's I mean- the.
0: I mean, yeah. I mean, you know, it's like uh, you know, with great power comes great responsibility, kind of thing. And there's a lot of damn responsibility behind that, you know. And you know, and I, I
2: have it tattooed all over me. Like it's, it's a symbol I always go back to. You know, not only like I'm not, a, I'm not a Thor'sman. You know, like people who are dedicated to Thor you know, as patrons and stuff like that. If anything, I'm more dedicated to Magni. Um, but not only, it's, it's just a it's a symbol that it's it's easy to embrace. It has the basic meaning that you need just to get you through your day.
0: <clears throat> I mean, do I know that there's some stuff that I've heard some people talk about and I've read some things about about like certain rituals you do with it when you get a new one. Like do you like some people talk about putting it through like different elements or you got to like add blood or sweat to it uh, to do something like that. And, and, and I mean, there's so many different th- takes on like ways to like consecrate the uh, meal there. So I mean, is there anything that you do specifically with yours, like, as a res- like I take mine off and I set it on my altar, like when I go to sleep at night, and then if I'm just like, you know, doing some yard work or something throughout the day or whatever, I just kind of like keep it off to the side.
2: You want to go, Luke, or you want me
1: to go?
0: Luke says he's got nothing. I guess.
1: Yeah, I don't I don't really do anything anything special with a new one. Uh I mean the the first one I bought um uh, it was, you know, cheap pewter. Uh so I mean it wasn't anything special. I didn't feel like it needed consecrating or anything plus I was still new to the faith. Uh but the one that is important to me, uh it's it it's um it has spiritual significance in itself just because of where it came from. Uh, this was Brandon's before it was mine. And that that's a big deal to me. Like it's it's an honor to wear this. In fact, it makes it a whole lot heavier because, you know, not only do I have to live up to the hammer now, but now I have to live up to Brandon's expectations. And you know, I it's those like a, are good expectations to live up to. It's
0: so it's like an oath ring in a way. Yeah, I've heard various different things like consecrating a millionaire or what have you. Um, because it like adds like a special thing to it it's the same way like you would consecrate runes like once you make a rune set typically people add blood to the back of it to infuse a part of their cells with the rune and it and make it like an offering and there's so much literature actually behind that method uh, that it's pretty crazy um, and I mean it, I've, I've read several different things watched several different videos and it's pretty cool how you know somehow something to do with like a blood sacrifice going through it and everything. Uh, yeah, it's just kind of odd, but it works. It really does.
1: I guess I it goes th- into the idea of putting your blood, sweat, and tears into something.
0: It's it's like a sacrifice, obviously, but it's also like um, <sighs> it had something to do with like lineage and ancestry and, like, tying all of that in, like, regardless of your background, obviously, or whatever, you know, whether you're Irish, Hispanic, or whatever, it's just because the blood has a lot of power in it. That's the reason why blood magic was so popular with, like, Icelandic cultures and stuff back in the day, especially with all the, ice, like, the shamanism and kind of aspects of it back then. So this kind of bleeds into some of it. No pun intended, but you know, <laughs> it's just you Thanks. know it's, it's just oh, the way it is. It. <laughs> but uh, yeah. No, I mean, so as far as you know, going back to topic, but as far as the symbology goes, um, I think it's like. Mjolnir is like an act, like an outward expression of our faith, like same way a cross would be, and and I can see. You know, yeah, I'm, I'm okay with people wearing it, planting, you know, the seeds or getting curious about it. And I know that we're seeing, like, there's a lot more curiosity nowadays because of Vikings and because of, you know, Thor and because of Assassin's Creed Valhalla and all of these games that's kind of coming out now uh, geared around, you know, Vikings and the Norse and all of this stuff. So now everybody's, you know plastered with symbology and in some of these people don't even know what it means. Uh, and it's just, it's, I think it's important to like, if you're going to wear it, do you want to do your research, make sure you know what it is you're wearing. Cause people will ask you questions and you don't want to like give them the wrong answer.
2: Or they just say, Oh, I look cool.
1: Yeah. Yeah. It's kind of like a, a, some somebody wearing a Nirvana T-shirt, and uh, you walk up and say, "Oh, I love that band," and they say, "Yeah, he's great," as if it's just one person.
0: Yeah, yeah. Or they can't
1: name a song, or yeah.
0: Yeah, it's like-, like,
1: oh, this is a band.
0: It's like people who, like, wear band shirts and they've never heard of the the band. That's a totally, like, don't get me started on that.
2: Walking around these days wearing a Ramones shirt. It's like, yeah, you listen to them. Whatever.
0: (laughs) I mean, it's like uh, one year for Christmas, I was given, like, I was, my sister bought me, like, a Highway to Hell ACDC jacket. I hate ACDC like it just gets on my nerves. I mean, you know, unpopular opinion, I guess, but it's uh <laughs> but I wore it just because you know, it was like, hey, you know, it was a gift, whatever. Um but yeah. So I mean, symbology can it's a tough one really.
2: What far- you do with the symbol tells a lot about the person. Mm. Like is it have it? don't do anything with it and yeah like they don't know what the fuck's going on but like you like you guys discussed like you things that y'all have done with you with your hammers and stuff I've had this is my third Um, and this one is was gifted to me because I was in a aggravated situation in the middle of the street while i was working and my old one got ripped off of me and i couldn't find really a chain because i have a large neck and i couldn't go just to you run in the mill jewelry area and find one to fit my big ass <clears throat> so little dude that um i worked with at the time who believes he was just getting into the norse paganism stuff like that and he was like okay and he He's one of those people, like, he 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 attaches to people really quick, and he attached to me. And, like, I had still not... He kept, he asked me, like, every day, have you found a ne- necklace yet, found a necklace yet. And finally, he walked with me and gave me a box, and he gave me this, like, it's pure silver, handmade, you know, yeah. more than he should have ever paid for. Like, I was... I was appreciative and, but it was mad. I I was, I was mad because of how much money he spent on me because he had no reason to, and, uh, but, uh, when I wear my necklaces, like my old one is a actual piece that a blacksmith had made, he only made like three of the design, it was heavy, it was surgical steel, super heavy loved it though like even to the point where I ran with it on one time and it fucking smacked me in the face you know that's how heavy that bitch was <laughs> <clears throat> hurt and but I would take that off at night and in the shower and stuff like that and, you know I had my I had my ritual of when I did that you know I had I did this and then I said that that's what works for me I did it for years absolute years And in one of our earlier podcasts, I talked about how rich, you know, training is my ritual and my sweat and effort is basically my sacrifice for a lot of things. This is because that is me. That is what works for me. That is my, that Luke knows how much of my life that is. That is basically my essence. Um, if I never compete again, I will still train like I'm going to. It's just me. And I never this one right here, the only time it comes off is when something happens and it falls off. Like it breaks, like the little like a link gets stretched out and I have to fix it, It falls off while I'm working on a car or some shit like that while I'm underneath. But training it stays on any physical activity it stays on. Work, shower, whatever have you. Everyday life it is it is pretty much my essence everywhere on it it is covered in other than like it's probably even had some blood mm-hmm. but to me like the type of hammer you have i guess like the kind of like the design and stuff like that kind of to me like in the early years it represented the type of per like who you are like my hammer that i i, I still haven't i don't i don't wear it anymore because i still just haven't found a necklace that w- i want to go on is It's very, um, this was a nice jester gift and uh, I owe him that, uh, so I wear it. Um, but to me, that, that one hammer is the best representation of me as a heathen. It is basic, rough, and it is built to last.
0: It's the, it's the big clunky one, right? Like the the one that literally looks.
2: Yeah. And it's, to me, like, that, to in the most humblest way possible, that is me to a T. <clears throat> so, and a lot of people, I've had some people disagree with that because it just didn't make sense to them. Um, it's the stuff that you choose symbol-wise symbol is what says a lot about you. It's like, I have a huge draw to Uru's, the rune. And it's tattooed on me in, you know, a couple places. Probably will be again because... That is a rune I am most drawn to. Though the other only other one that I'm drawn to the almost to to them equally is Thorazoz. Awesome. <clears throat> it is what they represent, what they bring to the table. Um to me, like they are a part of me. And it's a little bit deeper than I think y'all probably wanted to go into, but that's no, that's no. where I'm at with like I've been in this long enough where I've seen this stuff like Certain element, certain certain symbols represent certain elements. They have elemental qualities, stuff like that. And those will also, like, those are what's drawn to you.
0: I mean, it's Your, very similar to, like, when people make rune sets and they use different stones for each rune because every rune has its, you know, works better with, like, a certain crystal or a certain gem type of aspect.
2: I have one of those sets. It was special made for me by... A brother, by a man that I consider my brother. I love him to death. And but he is big into stonework with their everything they do, the energy they they produce and cold and all that good stuff, what they mean, what symbols they best go with. It's just him, but he's he's also a medium all that. You know, like he's oh,
0: Shane, right?
2: He is more in touch with all that than I ever will be.
0: Dude, I remember when I lived up there, Shane gave me this huge like it looked like this. It was like a huge block of obsidian to sleep with under my pillow. <laughs> like, and he was he was like hell bent on it. And I had it for years, man. Like, and I don't know what happened to it. But uh, yeah, I even had it when I moved back down here. And uh, yeah, it was it, he he's he's intense. He really is. Like being around him up there, some of the deep conversations and stuff we've had. Uh, he's, he's an intense guy. I'd love to have him on air. Like that'd be awesome to bring him on. And
2: I would love to as well, but he is a very busy fucking man. Like he's got his husband, two fiancés now, which is other men. He he is homo- he is homosexual, which is uh, I mean... quite okay. It is quite okay. It doesn't change him as a person at all. Whatever. He is happy.
0: I mean, I know he was back then. Like it was pretty, you know, openly talked about and like, you know, I didn't care. You know, I'm not like homophobic or transphobic or whatever.
2: Yeah. I think for people forget about happiness. Like I saw that dude go through hell. Mm -hmm. Like the worst situations with ex wives, all that shit. So, my boy is happy, so I'm happy. But um, I would love to have him on here, but he is super busy. He'll be around for the wedding in April. Yeah, he's uh, one of the Grisman. Yes, finally right. I'll be able to
1: meet him. Uh, you so about the guy. You uh, haven't I, met him yet? No, no. I had I just missed him. Uh, at, when I left to uh, live in California in 2017, he came to visit. Uh, like, right after I left. So, yeah, so, I, I'm I'm
0: not familiar with crystals and, like, some of the symbols. I like the, what they're capable of. I have a few of them, obviously, I have. Uh, but I'm just, like, maybe it's because I haven't connected with them in a certain way yet that apparently you might have to connect with them in. But other than that, I just...
2: I know or... I can't be around hematite
0: I remember that you said that hematite makes you feel sick like you got the flu
2: makes me feel sick and, and, and it burns like I can feel it before I get there like nothing else feels like it it's like the it's like an energy burn
0: I'm like, I'm like that with silver I can't wear silver on my neck or else all this like like kind of like rots almost it's like it gets really bad and like my whole neck, will just look like I'm like a reptile almost. Uh, I'm like heavily allergic to silver, heavily allergic to nickel, and I'm heavily allergic to aluminum. So, me and metals, we don't we don't go too well for some reason. And I've always heard there's like probably some kind of spiritual like reason that is, but I've never delved into much, too 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 much, but. So and far, that
2: could be, could be a whole lot of anything, yeah. Like, it's that effect, affects the kind of deodorant you can use.
0: Yeah, I use uh natural stuff, which works just like yeah. normal deodorant. Uh, that I think it's like Tom's or whatever it is. Uh, it works, and then I that's the reason oh, I, I had to grow that. No, so there's a local person here who uh. Problem. I'm gonna give them a shout out anyway. I guess, but uh, it's called bull Weevil Soap Company because like the bullweevil's is like the symbol of where I live, and they make um, soap and stuff like out of goat's milk and all this other stuff. And uh, it's got like cedar oil, citrus, and all sorts of stuff. And that's what I use. And it's got like no metals and it's all natural. And so I use that. And then I use like the the oil that they have with like some stuff from like my beard and my face and everything. And they have like lotion and everything too. And then uh, as far as deodorant goes, just Toms, no aluminum in it. And, you know, you you walk around and you smell like you just like walked out of like some uh, essential oils and shit. But it's just it's strong as hell, but you don't ever stink. That's the the plus side of it. And then this, you know. That's the point. Yeah. I mean, it works great for what it is. I just, it, it's, it aggravates me, man. I just don't know. And I've always kind of like, I've tried to research, like, is there any, like, spiritual significance or whatever, like the metaphysical science behind an allergy like this or whatever. The only thing you can ever find is, like, maybe it's like how you died or in your past life or some crap. I don't know. It's just. A
2: silver bullets. I thought you were a werewolf.
0: <laughs> you know? Who knows? I could just go stand out in the full moon and see see what happens. You yeah. you'll never know. I might be that cryptid that they were talking about up the road. You know, you just don't keep know. Your clothes on. <laughs> 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 might explain why I wake up with muddy feet every morning. Might explain.
2: <laughs> I think so.
0: Either that or I'm just like, you know, always walking in some high shit. Who knows? (laughs) (laughs) But uh, yeah, so. So we have that. So the symbology thing or symbolism thing is I think it's pretty huge of a topic. I mean, it's not one that I mean, it it would definitely could go on and on and on because. I know that there's so many people who go and get, like, bind runes and staves tattooed on them, and they don't know what it means. The biggest,
2: the big one around here is that Berserker rune. Oh, God. From fucking anime. Yeah. I'm like, nothing about this is historical. Like, I've seen it, like, cool, great, violent, violent fucking thing, but nothing about it is Norse. Like, there's no historical backing at all, but fuck if it is anywhere.
0: Now there is, uh, for those who are listening, there is sort of a berserker rune or uh, Icelandic stave, but I have to remember where I found it. Cause I know, uh, the Odin's illusionary rune or stave, um, is sometimes associated with, you know, being a berserker, like supposedly the Ulf are used to wear it around their necks, uh, on leather or no copper or something. And it like yeah. made them invisible to their enemies. Um, and that's kind of like what it's meant for.
2: I know there's a bunch of symbols that aren't binders rooms at all. There's no rooms at all. They're just, they're, they're staves. And a couple of them are for, there's two different ones that mean the same thing, which is, you know, it, it, Bring spirits in your to your enemies, um, and it's it's a lot of stuff like that. I think, in, I think in combination could work for what they for what you want, but they don't look cool, so nobody's going to want to use them. I've only seen like one person that had them. I'm not quite quite sure why they had them so I'm not even sure if that person knows what they mean they just, they're like okay I'm the one person on the fucking planet that thinks they look cool So I'm from,
0: from what I've gathered about Icelandic staves and bind runes from my study on it every rune has a specific energy so when you combine them together it's like crossing wires and sometimes yeah. those will not go together and you can bring more harm on yourself than good like you could sit there all day and combine Lagus with Duraz and you know, or whatever. And but you is unless you shouldn't, if you don't have an in depth knowledge about the runes and how they work, you could like curse yourself, you could curse, a, you know, you could kill your ass. I mean, you don't know what you could be bringing down on yourself. It's just like yeah. going and saying, What do these wires do? and just like, yeah, I mean, I, I,
2: that could happen. Like, there's certain things that just aren't meant to go together. And plus, like, bind rooms do what they – it's in the name. They can bind you to something.
0: Mm-hmm. And you don't want to bind yourself and, to something that you didn't intend to.
2: Let's face it, most of the time, you don't want to be bound to a deity. Like, being a patron is one thing. But being completely bound spiritually to one because of a fucking symbol you had tattooed on you because you had no idea what the fuck you're doing. That's, I mean, that's,
1: that's a problem. I, I feel like I knew enough of what I was doing when I uh, tattooed my maker's mark, which is a bind rune. Um, but I, I put together um, Tiwaz, urus and, um, I'm drawing a blank on it now.
0: Is it Kenaz?
1: No. Uh just one second. I mean, you showed
0: it one time.
1: Yeah, um Algies, um, Algies, Tiwas, Urus and Algies um together and yeah, Algies is technically upside down but uh my my intention with it was you know i i wanted my maker's mark on my knives i wanted my knives to be uh tools empowered to defend justice mm. and those those are like the 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 core meaning behind those runes so uh maybe i mixed something up maybe maybe i didn't i don't know i haven't Noticed any negative effects from having it tattooed on me, yeah. Uh, but uh, I, th- I feel like the spirit in which I put into binding those runes together also had an effect on.
0: Me. Yeah, I mean, the way it was explained and some of the. St- Go
2: ahead. Energy plays a big part with everything. Yeah. Yeah. The energy you put out while you, you're fucking cut your toenails. Could play a part in anything. That's just how, I mean, energy to a lot of people like play a major part in their life. Yeah, and that's just that's just legit. Like I've nothing in my life where I'm like, yep, that. If there's anything else, the energy, the energy for things is there.
0: I think it's all about the the energy you put into it. You know, obviously, like you were saying, um, you know, but it's also. Like, when you create an Icelandic stave, it's it's all about drawing the right circuitry. You know, everything is circuitry. Uh, I And mean, in, in, if you wanted to look at it in a literal deep sense of the word, we as human beings, we're full of electricity, right? So anything can affect that, and obviously we can pass that electricity on to other things. Uh, so it's like, for an example, uh, Brandon's seen it. There's a video I had where I took tree branch, like uh, from that like I had a birch tree in my backyard. I cut it down, and I chopped up the thing in slices and made a rune set out of it. But as I was drawing the runes on it, if you listen really closely to the video, you can hear like electricity electricity crackling in the runes themselves and they were only just drew on at the time they weren't fully wood burnt in so it kind of like can testify in a way i hate to use that word uh but it's like it can kind of just like confirm i guess it's a confirmation that uh those symbols have their own amount of electricity a rune set has its own amount of electricity and everything has its own personality like Thuris has its own personality. And I, and I kind of view the runes as like living entities in a way, uh, because if there's several things where the runes can speak to you, so obviously they have a living form in a way uh, of communicating and uh, reaching out to you. So having that and then having that in your mind as you're creating it and just go with what you feel like in a meditative state or what have you, more than likely you're not going to come out wrong um, when you do it. But if you go and you copy somebody's thing, it's just because they said it looked cool. You know, it's like, that. what is it? Um, a lot of times we get Chinese tattoos and then the Chinese like laugh at us because it like, you know, it's not, it does not mean good luck. It does not mean good fortune. You know, it like means pig or something stupid. <laughs> like, uh, yeah. I mean, it's kind of the but- same, it's kind of the same thing
1: but to throw it out there if if anybody watching the video sees this maybe if I can get a clear shot of it if that is not correct or if that is something terrible please just let me know i can always get it covered up
0: no i i think it's fine i mean i've i've done enough reading on bind runes and staves and i've drawn a few myself and um because I felt like when I was woodworking and doing wood burning and creating rune sets, it's important to know about the the flow of the electricity. I even, when I do the runes, I even do them in a certain order to maintain that flow of electricity between them. And then I don't ever coat them with anything like polyurethane or whatever. I have respect for them. and cover them in like beeswax and uh, citrus oil. Uh, so that way it's like all natural. Everything's good to go with it but um so you you um I guess for the listeners out there do you uh do metallurgy work or like woodwork
1: or um uh, I, I I do I'm currently unable to do anything um I don't have a forge I don't really even have a mediocre shop to work with so um uh, trying to trying to get that back together uh one day hope to have my own blacksmith shop and i want that to be the only thing that i do because i will sit there in the shop all day every day making whatever i want whatever anybody else wants
0: now do you leather Uh, work too
1: leather is the one medium that i don't have a lot of experience with i've uh i've done some leather engraving uh i've got it around here somewhere but i've only done like one thing Mm -hmm. uh so i can work with wood i can work with metal uh but that's that's most of it uh mostly mostly knives but i've been known to make uh uh actually did make an aluminum sculpture uh for uh for the local hospital uh years ago with my with my mentor uh oh, that's really cool but that was that was a long time ago it was yeah it was a lot of fun good time
0: when it comes down oh. to metal work, the only thing I've ever done is like uh, straighten out a lawnmower blade using my, you know, take the grill like the grill grates off my grill, crank up the propane, let it heat up, and just bang it out, ding, ding. And dude, I All mean, right, it felt it, it felt great to do that. You know what I'm saying? It's just...
1: It it feels great, but you see, <laughs> you you messed those up just by doing that. Just by heating it up, you messed those up because. Did you quench them afterwards?
0: Yeah, yeah, I quenched them. I okay, had, what did you quench them in? I had some old motor oil that I had.
1: Exactly. See, so it, it, it takes a lot of research to know, you know, what to what to do, how to do it, how to heat treat. And heat treating is probably more of a science uh it that most other things about about blacksmithing. It's it's very delicate in the heat treating process. So, yeah the, uh, the smithing aspect though the heat and beat that's that's where the fun's at
0: see I, I mean i i don't know if i could it's just like i don't have the patience for it like i get frustrated with like woodworking and then i i mean i think in a way i feel like metal's more forgiving and you can like go back and fix what you screw up whereas wood was, was wood once you shave that off it's done it's permanent yep. you can't go back and fix that
1: yeah, so I can uh, I can weld something onto another piece of metal and you know, make something work, but you know, you, you make that one wrong nick on some wood, that's that's it. You start over.
0: See, I because I've done many altars before, I've done several different things, and I've been thinking about like getting into it's it's too foreign for me to be able to pronounce it properly without butchering it. But it's like you probably know what I'm talking about. Like when you take the nail Coat the wood in like salt water solution and then add another nail and then connect it to like electricity on both sides and it sends like the oh, electrolysis.
1: Yeah, uh, yeah. No, that's not electrolysis. um uh, Electrolysis is a message. It's called like lick.
0: Is it licking still? It's lick something.
1: Uh, I'm not sure. But, but there, it, there's a the guy around here that does it. uh Toller. Yeah, and I mean, it looks
0: it looks super cool. Like, and I've seen people take that and like put like uh, blue resin in it, and then like a little like lightning bolts. And I've seen people do that with uh, Norse altars too, for like Thor and everything. They'll incorporate that into it as well. And to me, I'm just like that. That's a really cool way of doing it. I would love nothing more than just to start doing that with stuff. Like, I mean, think about like creating like a Thor statue or what have you, and then just. All of a sudden, you have like real electrical spikes, like you know, burnt into it. Uh, that, that'd be pretty awesome, but yeah. As soon as you get your stuff up, man, uh, we'll definitely have to mention that in one of these episodes and uh, let everybody out there know that you do it. If you set up like a shop or something, you know, plug it in there, Hell yeah, and uh, get it going. I used to run an Etsy shop, Yggdrasil Woodworks, for a while, and I don't do it anymore Um, simply because I started getting really busy at work. I do have a lot of stuff I still need to finish. I got like half done altars and half done God totem, you know, statues that I got to finish up. But uh, it actually just kind of like makes me go, hmm, I need to get back to that (laughs) and like start enjoying it. But uh, yeah, I mean, I think the talk about bind runes and, Staves and everything um, will kind of is, is kind of a good segue to go into before we end this episode uh, because in the moments uh, we have in the works some people who are involved with divination and multiple ways such as uh, tarot runes bones and uh, various different aspects of that. And so I'm hoping to do that in a multi-segment uh, thing where each one of our guests will have an opportunity to discuss certain things that they they deal with, certain ways they approach it, for all the listeners out there to get different insights into everything uh, as far as that goes. And then uh, the one on runes, obviously, I think it's going to be, a, could be a lengthy one depending on how well, it goes because I know a lot, you know, I'm sure we all know a lot and we all have a lot of input on it. So, you know, I'm curious to hear from another person's perspective, like their way of approaching doing rune readings and, you know, interpreting, uh, cause everybody interprets everything differently. Uh, I, I mean, I've seen tarot readings where, you know, the, what is it, the four of wands can mean one thing to one person, but it means something else to somebody else. And so, oh. Yeah. It's all about perspective.
2: You know, we, we uh we forgot something. Like one of the bigger aspects of of the hammer symbol. It's used for blessing and Halloween.
0: That's right. We didn't talk about that.
2: Meals, funerals, weddings, the whole shebang. Like the Milner is like what they use to bless everything
0: yeah because uh, thor I... even used it in the stories to hallow the weddings and uh hallow everything and bless everything yeah so i definitely forgot about that
2: yeah i can't believe i fucking did that
0: i mean yeah. i mean at least at least you remembered it before we ended this like and, I, and i'm glad I, just... I mean you know and it's something to um Maybe an idea going forward, like, you know, I can keep this in the episode or, or maybe edit it out, but probably, like, going forward, like, talking about uh, Norse weddings. Like, how do people in heathenry, you know, how how does, how do you get married? Like, you know, because everybody uses, like, different ways of approaching it. I know for a fact, like, I'm certified to actually marry people, uh, so... You can go online actually, it's free to do it. Uh all they gotta do is like pay for like the little certificate or whatever in the card that they mail you to say, yeah, you're certified or whatever. But I'm certified you in two that, different ways.
2: That's like the one of the last things we're having issues finding is someone who won't do the wedding. Because it's non religious. Even though it has like it's gonna have hand fasting and stuff like that. <clears throat> but it's gonna it's not gonna be pagan but it's not gonna be christian but even though that i think is a christian is a pagan aspect that's what you know jamie wants to incorporate that cause she really enjoys that aspect of it she loves the meaning behind it and the fact that each color has like a different meaning she loves it so that's what we're doing but we're having a hard time finding an officiate hmm. Well, we're
0: going have to teach luke how to do it right <laughs>
2: Yeah, he can't do it.
0: What? Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Okay, that's right, that's right. Man, Mr. if you didn't, I mean, if you move it down to Alabama, you know, I'll gladly help you out.
2: You better bring your ass up here.
0: <laughs>
1: yeah. Figure out that shit.
0: <laughs> we'll, we'll figure it out. We'll, Gotta
1: up. at least come have some Jameson.
0: Uh, I'm glad that we kind of got into some aspects that's going to tie into our other episodes. So if anyone has any questions um, you can reach out to uh, all of us at uh, memers. Well podcast at gmail.com. However, we would also prefer you to uh, click the link below, join the discord and you can ask a question and when there will more than likely we're always there, but we do need sleep. So like other than the times that we need sleep, we're there. So we will gladly answer any questions that you have and don't sit here and uh, be discouraged. No question is, you know, too small or we're not going to view it as like this is a dumb question or anything. You're more than welcome to ask anything about it and we'll gladly answer it. Yeah. Um, And
1: I'd like to say, I I prefer, you know, I think we prefer that you join the discord and come ask us questions there because there we can actually have a full on conversation instead yeah. of just a comment thread where it's, you know, limited by characters and, you know, outsiders, people that aren't even affiliated with heathenry whatsoever can come and comment on it and do whatever. So yeah, come have a conversation with us. Uh, yes. You know.
2: And then the best part, hit the subscribe button and ring the little bell.
0: Yeah, and then yeah. like the videos so that way we show up in the little algorithms of YouTube. Um, this channel for YouTube is growing like crazy. Uh, we were uh, at 100 subscribers when we did our first Q&A, and then now we're at uh, almost 400. So, and that was, what, three weeks, two weeks ago? So, yep. st- steadily climbing. Also on the YouTube, we have... Um, much youtube exclusive only uh ritual music and meditation stuff to kind of get you in the mood for you know whatever rituals you want to do if you want to do rune readings if you do (laughs) like brandon said any other stuff uh but you know but if you will like you know if you like that to do whatever it is that you like to do whatever your craft is we put that out there i um especially tune everything in the ritual music to certain frequencies that heighten certain sensitive parts of your brain, uh, to also increase concentration to, uh, raise your natural DMT levels in your brain, uh, to help you feel like you're connecting, uh, to the gods or to whatever in that moment to help you out. So, I mean, go check those out as well. Um, but we also like doing this, the podcast aspect. So, uh, please give us a like, hit the subscribe button, hit the bell so that way you get notified of any time we drop a ritual video, any time that we uh, go live, or any time that we come out with some new content. Uh, We're working on getting some guests, as you've heard us mention just a few minutes ago, and as soon as we get that nailed down, we'll be keeping everything in Discord updated. Uh, We're going to kind of do like a news feed, I guess, going forward, like posting in the general thing, hey, we're going live at this time, kind of kind of thing with our community, and you know, saying this is, you know, be on the lookout for this video coming out, and be on the lookout for uh, all the other details as well. So we got some cool stuff that we're working on behind the scenes uh, to answer any questions that anyone may have that may have not just answered it because I don't know some people may be like me and just to you know just don't like asking questions <laughs> so uh, I just kind of hope that one day somebody talks about it uh and I'll get my answer but uh we encourage everyone to just come hang out with us in the community uh share what you do if you have a craft we have a section in the discord for that if you uh you know woodwork do tattoos if you uh, do whatever. Luke's got it all set up to where there's special little sections for that. We also have a literature section as well. So if there's any kind of books you're interested in, if it's even non-heathen related, drop it in there. because uh, I mean, I'm sure we all don't just read heathenry stuff 24/7. We all like different varieties of things. Um, <clears throat> So yeah, so go check out the go check out the Discord. Uh jump in there, hang out with us. Uh keep your eye out for any time we go live. We would love to talk to everyone and answer any live questions that you may have and just shoot the hell. Um we're all in different parts of the you know, the country obviously, besides these two. They're basically uh what, down the road from each other almost or yeah, like thirty minutes. Yeah. So they're a little bit closer. Card, yeah. But, uh, we'd love to hang out with everyone, whether or not you're whatever country you're from, whatever, uh, you're always welcome here. So we love, uh, that you've had us on for this long to hear our, uh, opinions on things. If you have your opinions on things too, drop a comment below, hit us up on, on discord as well. I'm really pushing the discord because it's probably the best way to get the fastest response from any of us. Um, You know, and, uh, yeah, we'll hope to see you soon and uh, look forward to dropping these new episodes and hopefully talk to you on Discord. Thanks, everybody.
2: Thank you.